Welcome to Civil Tension, conversations with contentious intent. We are civil, not polite. We are civil, not politically correct. Civil Tension is a weekly podcast intended to demonstrate that people can engage in difficult, contentious topics of conversation while remaining civil and strengthening the ties that bind, even when we profoundly disagree. Civil Tension can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn, Listen Notes, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Civil Tension, Facebook by joining the Civil Tension podcast group, as well as on our developing Instagram account, Civil Tension, and YouTube channel. To join our mailing list, send a note to civiltension at gmail.com. Yeah, stationary. What's the sport in that? Ain't nobody huh? staying stationary. Excuse when you me, bad guy. <laughs> Hold still. It's not the sport. In your, it's, yeah. it's the zen of it. I love the stationary. Just find that little red dot and put that hole in the middle. Well, if you're gonna do that, do it at 1800 yards and make it away. Yeah, and I love the smell of napalm in the way, but still, <laughs> it's just as usual. I can tie it to a movie. Hey, I think because most time we do wedding qualifications, we should be like fighting with 40 targets that you know knock them all down. You're next thing above 36. Oh, I did. Two of them are 400 meters. That'd be more sports. Those mosquito rounds, the five seven. 22 TCM, uh, 22 Mac. Yeah, last week they started talking so about cars. So much fun. So much fun. So much glass. And and I love it. got the recoil wasn't real bad. No, it was really fun. That steps up to the 389. And then it just goes up from there. Your wife doesn't appreciate you coming to my house. Second, for week second, games? Second minute. Second minute. Second, 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 second right. minute. Right. Sorry. That's why you can never find there. <laughs> <laughs> or like up to uh, McMillan range. Sports, uh, just north of. Uh, well, I like it better when they have the free sessions. You know, you can check out different guns and shoot uh, for free. On target, going south on yeah. target on Mondays, you rent the lane for normal prices. You can shoot anything they got for. Yeah, ammo guns is a good deal. But they get they get about sixty guns on. I don't want the ammo on me. Yeah, I want the ammo on the target. Right, ammo's not cheap, and you don't go through it very quickly. Yeah, 
No, I mean, it's 18 shots in like 12, I'm, four seconds. Now, you know what? That's why my absolute, I love the shotguns, mm-hmm. but I also really, really love my little single action 22LR um, uh, Revolve. revolver. He used to have and, an old 410 single shot breakdown. That and, that's what I started hunting with. And, and, What's our topic today? Our, our topic today. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, just giant. You got to get me out of guns. Get me out of cars. You know, so cars, car repair <laughs> last week. We, guns. We, yesterday, we I was watching. guns. Next week, you're going to talk about flowers. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yesterday, I was watching this. <laughs> well, we do have a lovely Next sunflower. Next week, you're going to talk about here. freaking flowers. <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> hey, hey, Kenny, yesterday okay I was watching that. this, um, this uh, Dan DeMuro. Hey, wait a minute. Come here. Come on back. I haven't beaten you yet. We're. You don't want anybody else to hear this. About this Ferrari. <laughs> a problem. Ferrari We're talking flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Like a 2016 720 horse V12 front engine. This thing was just outstanding. It had the, the, the luggage shelf behind the seats with the leather strap. Right? And then under the seat was this place where you kept your guns for concealed carry guns. I'm just doing this for your benefit. You know what's really lovely about this is it reminds me of my wife's wedding bouquet. She has some hide a Saturday night special. Okay. All right, guys. Yeah, here we are. This is episode number thirty-nine of Civil Tension. Thank you, Father. Hi, hi. It's a fine day for motor racing. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jackie Stewart. Yeah. You know. Thank you. Absolutely. I was a fine manly art of motor racing. Yeah, I still got some help. You get a little Irish cream in that. Take control. Take control. All right, here we are. Episode 39. I am Peter Galt, your host, and everyone here today can be a co-host if you like. I don't care. That's fine and dandy. Uh, Starting to my right is... John Guansi. Don Sieveson. Bill Hasse. Norman Weir. Jerry Settles. Ken Nicholson. Awesome. And today, our topic is actually... Centered around three words with the or two words with the same root word, which Can't is uh, the what is being respectful versus being respectable, and is respect anything more than an abstract concept now that exists only in the dictionary with a definition? Wow, and we you're have the seen. Wow. I can well, I got this kind of high that. This, this kind is. Of it's highbrow, but you get this? it's I got this actually. <laughs> what have you been smoking? He's he's been right. well no no he's he's fishing here. I got this from John and he wanted he wants credit. He wants credit. Of course you Why are you Because I can get this, you know where I can you know where I got it from? I know where John got it from. Go ahead. Go ahead, tell him. Hannah, my stepdaughter Hannah, she asked me a question about two, three weeks back. With regards to what's you know the difference between being respectful and being respectable, and that led into a very lengthy and val- valuable conversation. And so yeah, that's and so you know kudos to Hannah for asking a good insightful question oh, as a now. young person. So mm. and how old is she? She is fifteen years so, of age. So our topic, a very serious topic and, and very highbrow, comes from a fifteen-year-old young yep. lady. Yep, wisdom. Very, yeah. very smart young lady. And 
this, when John was telling me about this, it really piqued my interest, especially with what's been going on socially in our society, mm -hmm. across the media, and just openly across the board, an absolute absence of people being respectable, meaning they are not res reflecting self-respect. To me, respectable is, is how you hold yourself out. And certainly not are they being respectful mm -hmm. of other people. In fact, anything but, and uh, to the point of absolute disgusting displays, even from our elected leadership on both sides. This is not just a single partisan type of thing when you look at it politically. Then when you look at it um, just open and publicly, on Twitter, we're now, we actually, civil attention, we actually have uh, somewhere in the neighborhood, and I'll tell you what the neighborhood is here in a minute. Is it a good neighborhood? It's, I, I you know, it's, it's a, a high-brow neighborhood. It's a this growing a neighborhood. It's a, it's a beautiful day. But, yeah. uh, so yeah, it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> but we do actually have over 2,000 followers. Oh, my God. Nice. So we've, we're getting a little bit of attention, a little bit of a voice here. Uh, actually, we have 2,119 followers as of this this very moment. Um, Sweet. Again, we're not You're super famous, but yeah, it's pump all... Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Now we yeah. have 2,118. Back to topic. <laughs> but back to topic. Um, there's, there's zero respect. People are very quick to just slam anybody with a differing opinion. And they don't hold speed themselves we've gone down this path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ken, go right ahead. <coughs> I was taught that it takes maturity and intelligence to respect folks who have a different mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. When somebody has a different opinion, my father said, your first responsibility to yourself, this is a, this is a selfish thing, right, is to open up your brain <clears throat> and do what you can to figure out what the heck it is they're talking about and how can they possibly be so wrong? And, and whatever it is that goes running through your head, but you owe them the respect of listening to what they have to say. They can lose your respect through lack of integrity. Mm -hmm. And that's the first trigger for you to go somewhere else. So when you look at the young, less mature, the, the, the folks that we could say, uh, I demand respect. And we, we look at it and say, no, you have earned. Yeah, I, I well, don't know anybody that demands respect that's got it coming. Well, that's got it coming, right. But the, the, <clears throat> it's still, so I agree with you. I think it is age and maturity uh, where you develop respectability and you develop the ability to respect others and, and others with different opinions um, and be able to have respectful conversations. Correct. I believe that too. Well, I don't think I it's think just respect age. Respect is thing, something you, that you earn, and it has to do with how you walk through life, how you mm -hmm. present yourself, and part of that has to do with being respectable. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not respectable, if you don't present yourself as someone who is willing, um, worthy—not willing, worthy of respect then why should I respect you? 
and we see it, we feel it, right? We do. We, we, yeah. In different He's ways, we see people, we, we get that vibe, you know, of like, you He's know, this guy, just something smells wrong here, you know, it, and, you know, I'm not, I can't respect this guy. You feel, you know, I spent all those years in the training pits, and you, you were around people that respect, forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, were, they didn't care what they did you to know. make money. Well, just like when I was in the Army, I always had to you know, deal with officers. Some of them demanded respect, others earned it. You could pick them up right away. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, which one do you respect? On there, they kind of picked it There's up, There's an too. essence about a person who walks into a room and commands respect because of the way they carry themselves, because of the way that they are, mm-hmm. because of the way they treat people. Mm-hmm. It's about... It's about what comes out of that person. It's not what comes so much what comes back to them, but I think it has to do with what the energy you put out is what comes back to you. Mm-hmm. But it's if you don't act time. like you're a respectable person, if you don't act like you're worthy of that that position, because I think it's so... Respect is a thing that... You grow you know, into it. You, you, you grow into it, you earn, you, you earn it, and, and then when you have it or have had it, if you don't own it and then live up to it, that's a problem too. So it's, it's difficult to respect someone. So let's make the connection. It's difficult to respect someone who is not respectable. Right? Correct. And so, the, and so a person can portray that in a, many different ways. I'll tell you. Yes. I'll tell you about... I'll tell you about my dad, and my dad is 78 years of age, okay, and he he is one of those fellows, he, he's Italian, right, half and half, and I mean that it's half Italian, half Sicilian, and, uh, <laughs> and, and there's a very clear distinction there is between the right? There is. And the, but the point being is that he was raised in such a way and lives in such a way that when he goes out in public, he is wearing slacks. He's not wearing jeans, and he does not go out in public without a shirt that doesn't have a collar on it, either a dress shirt or a polo shirt or a golf shirt, as we would call it. He will not go out in public without that type. He will not go out without his shirt tucked in. This is, and he presents himself in this way that is very respectable and earning of respect because this is how he presents himself. I, as I'm getting older, I'm now 48 and, you know, crossing some lines in life. I'm thinking to myself, have for a few years, I don't really like going out in public in, with a shirt that's like a T-shirt, you know, like a mm-hmm. Hanes shirt, unless I'm going to the big R or I'm going, or I'm, you know, just running Jonathan errands Wood. or just, you know, whatever. <laughs> but if I'm going out, but if I'm going out with my, with my family or if I'm going out to be in public, or something to that effect, and I don't need to wear, and I don't need to dress down. I don't like to wear a shirt that doesn't have a collar on it. And the other day, I just started to have a thought, I don't necessarily like going out in public anymore just wearing jeans. So, I mean, these things change as we grow older, as we what? Mature, as we gain wisdom, as we gain intellect and insight to ourselves well, we hope. and we hope right we hope. but one of the things that concerns me the most is and i think this goes back to the beach issue or not his issue but his point 
Is that? Sorry. <laughs> it could be an issue. It could, what well, was under it? We, we, no. we could make it an issue. We could make it an issue. This is <laughs> liminal man. Right. Liminal man. Right. It's just no respect. It is. <laughs> anyway, and so the is the is the matter that when when we go out and we look at how people dress, there's a great psychology to how people dress and how they portray themselves and how they then conduct themselves when they dress a certain way. When you go, and I remember this one uh, interview, it was online, and it's not informative. Someone said, I love Dollar General. I don't have to get dressed up like I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I'm sorry. But, but, I mean, but that's it. But, you, but that's the issue in that people, they go out in their pajama pants. They go out in their tank they tops. Now. Like, I mean, you remember the days. It leads right into the days where dress for success. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's where well, I, I was brought up. It's dress for success. It is better to be overdressed than, under, than underdressed absolutely. in any situation. Every situation. Every situation. Absolutely. You know, Correct. And, and I, I agree with that more now than I certainly did I, I love I love Six Flags. Days. I love going to roller coaster parks and all the rest of it. But if you want to see people that are probably not at their dressed best, mm-hmm. go to yeah. an amusement park. Sure. Oh, no. Go to, Just go go to Florida on sure. the beach in any time of the year mm-hmm. and well, that's the beach. People go yeah, in their underpants, basically. Yeah. Like I can wear my bikini. Um, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, wait a minute. But the t- there, there's a there's level there's of respect still a line that there, yeah. Yeah. respectable that needs to be there, too. Sure. And the, I'm, I'm much more forgiving, depending on the environment. And so, now, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. No, just please do. Just a little please, bit here. Because we're, 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 we're talking a little bit about dress code, and I am at the point <laughs> in my life where, you know, I prefer to go out in jeans Mm-hmm. all the time because I spent almost the entirety of my career in a suit and a tie mm-hmm. and I just am so tired of it now that said I spoke for a group Wednesday night this week and and I did I, I put on some khakis some some dress slacks Ooh. that are a khaki color Ooh. and a dress shirt and I did wear a tie Ooh. and Ooh. there were a few people that went well Wow. Was, was it like know. four inches wide, the tie? No, no, it was actually <laughs> of a current style. <laughs> so, but, you know, at the same time, I when I go to see clients now, there is only one client I go to see without uh, without jeans. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I do wear pants. <laughs> we all have this. Well, okay. You do wear pants. I do That's wear good. pants. I wear slacks. I wear dress slacks yeah. when the I go rest see of them. Respect levels dropping quickly. <laughs> His policy, which I wrote mm-hmm. for their personnel policy, is that there are no jeans, no dungarees, part of their no jeans code. as part of their as part of their dress code. Even though any any. You know, when we were originally going through that, I was sitting there in his office wearing jeans and right. a shirt. Mm-hmm. That's my normal. That's my normal attire now. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, okay, I need to adjust. And uh, and then he's like, oh, you're not wearing jeans today. I said, well, your policy is no, no jeans. And he said, well, you don't work for me. And I said, well, yes, I do. You're my client. Mm-hmm. And so I want to respect you're the being policy respectful. that, that well, corporate uh, America has. Uh, when I worked in, uh, for the short period of time I could handle working in corporate America, um, <laughs> and it was it was crazy that that if you reach this goal, we'll have uh, jeans on Friday. 
Yeah, I, I remember that. Are you kidding me? County firms did it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like casual okay. Fridays. Yeah, now yeah. it's all casual. No, it, it wasn't even casual Friday. It was just you get to wear jeans. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that really killed me when I was teaching was when I saw teachers walking down the hallway in torn jeans. Mm. Yeah. Really? Because that's the style. Well, now that's a style. Yeah. Well, and style again. <laughs> but but when you hold yourself out, mm-hmm. I do have a bit of. A mentality that if ever anyone comes along and and creates or discovers a pair of pants that by simply putting them on will instantly earn me a million dollars I'll wear them all day every day <coughs> however haven't, again haven't found those yet there is that I think along the lines of being respectable and respectful I, I like I, I have the same thing mm-hmm. I, I go out with a, a collar on my shirt whether it be the polo style mm-hmm. or you know button down whatever it might be and i always always wear an undershirt mm-hmm. um that yeah. was part of again growing up if you're going out you put on an undershirt mm-hmm. no one knows whether or not you got an undershirt on but you just uh, do it. well you, you know, can tell when some people have oh, yeah, shirts, but, yes, but now it looks terrible at the same time when i'm going outside to mow my lawn i've been outside in one of the tank top undershirts <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Horribly torn jeans and my outside shoes. Yeah, and that's a different scenario. You know, it's a different scenario. And my wife's taking yeah. pictures and sending them to my kids, saying, "I'm so sorry." But uh, <laughs> anyway, Don, go ahead. I would just like to uh, interject a couple of things. I might want to take this a different direction because go right ahead. It, it could get old talking about dress and dress code. Oh, we're about to get out of that. For one so thing, I, I I I agree with everything we've talked about from a dress code perspective, but. This is one of those things where we could start to sound like the people that we are, which is older. Mm-hmm. Um, things Speaking do result, change, right? but there's always reason. There should be reason. Again, I have no problem with casual Fridays or, or jeans. I mean, most businesses are that way. But even within that context, if that's changed significantly, like if you went to work today and everybody was wearing jeans and a polo and you went in a suit and tie, you'd look like an idiot. So, so I think we have to be at least cognizant of how things have changed. But again, going from you know nice jeans and a nice shirt to ripped jeans and a t-shirt, there's always give and take. But I think we have to be cognizant of the fact that things do change and they may not fit our narrative perfectly. So that's point one. The other thing is, again, I want to acknowledge the respectfulness and the respectability of that. But boy, is it way less important than what we do and how we, and Jerry, you touched on how we treat other people. One other point I want to make is I look at it a little bit differently in terms of this whole issue of earned. I will give anybody I ever meet respect now, but it can go away. I don't, you don't have to earn my respect when I first meet you. I respect you as a person, as an individual, as a child of God, in my opinion, in terms of my faith. But after that, what you do can change whether or not I have respect. Well, there's for you. a line. You get taken advantage of a lot, don't you? No, no, no. <laughs> no because <laughs> the gullibility there. Yeah, you know, I, I get what you're saying, and I and I don't disagree with that. I don't, I'm not I risking go, anything giving you respect. Kind of go down that same road, but then then, then you're then well, you're going down that road where nice guy finishes last. Yeah. yeah. No. no. He who is no. last is first. I, I, we're not. We're not. We're not Remember, talking about that kind of instant respect. Yeah, out of out of. My uh, boy, a lot of stuff about my dad here. His opening line about respect was to get respect, you'd give it first. And when you give it, what you give is the blessing Mm -hmm. of listening. Mm -hmm. 
and you process and you and you deal with that as you wish as as works with you and then there's going to be some kind of reaction but there's an awful lot of value to giving respect to somebody's second seat mm-hmm. you know and, and i guess well, agree I with that. and they can blow up right up front you know show up with a tattoo of a certain kind and <laughs> i have a problem with that right so I, I will take a left and you can take the right and and that'll be fine mm-hmm. but I, I, <clears throat> to where you want to go i mm-hmm. think don um the the webster definition is respect is a feeling of deep admiration hmm. for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Um, I, I, I think the topic of respect has a lot more to do with, uh, I think it has to do with things a whole lot deeper than taste and clothes. Sure. Correct. Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. And I, I think, Nobody's arguing that. I think the most admirable thing I have seen that with a topic of respect close to it is people who have the, the, the bottom to listen respectfully to opinions that they totally disagree with and to take themselves through the intellectual ex- exercise of, okay, am I right? Are they right? You know, mm-hmm. what's, what's really going up here? Give them the, 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 the benefit of that doubt. And then if then if you respectfully disagree with a guy, okay. But as long as you do it with manners, mm-hmm. which is what this group is all about, right? right? Then you just kind of and maybe you can come back at it and work at it again. <clears throat> uh, to me, respect is a thing that has to do entirely with integrity. Now, I, there are lots of uh, as my father would call them, called damn Democrats, <laughs> um, who. Uh, who still carry my respect mm-hmm. because they try hard to figure out where the hell I'm coming from, right. and they fail fairly regularly <laughs> to, to figure that out, right? And, but when, when we leave the table... That's because half your conversation, you must be Italian, is with your hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's, there's a difficult interpretation going yeah. on here. That's the sign language part of it. I think uh, the, the function of respect is an outgrowth of civilization, of civilized behavior. And, uh, and 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 I, I totally respect it. In is is there is there a uh, is there a conflict between the idea of being respectful and winning? Because it would certainly seem that there are many people that we've seen recently on the television, might be you know congressmen mm-hmm. or women, right? Mm-hmm. And they are—they have very nice clothes on, but they're not the slightest bit respectable, and they're certainly certainly not the slightest bit respectful. Agreed. And so the point being, though, but they are certainly more on one side of the aisle than perhaps the other, that they are all about winning. Yes. And so the question then becomes: Is is that? Well, I mean, but that but you see, but that is the but that is the issue: is that if we have become all about winning. And then it, therefore, if it's all about winning, therefore it winds up being the ends always justifies right. the means. That's, That's Marxism. Now you must absolutely, the gloves come off and it's bare knuckles all the time. And that doesn't sound very respectful or respectable no, I, to me. I think that the, the issue of respectability, given and taken, earned and taken, mm-hmm. earned and given, um, is simply in a different place than winning has nothing to do with it. 
should have nothing to do with it. But what I'm saying is that the that the pursuit of winning is suffocating the aforementioned two. Totally. That's what totally I'm, agree. That is what I'm I, saying to you, is that the, the, the emphasis on winning at all costs is suffocating with being respectful sure. and respectable. Right, because My, who oh, respects a loser? Right? Who remembers? I have respected losers many who, times. Who remembers it came in number two? I do. You're a, you're a rare breed. Are you? You're no. not taking the position well, of winning at all costs, are you? Not at all. Oh, okay. Not at all. Hang I like on. so. I just but want to I'm, I'm sure. just saying I, I agree with, with with John here and you know winning how important does that become to the point of uh, foregoing respect and just saying well, that's not that's not part of the equation. Yeah, does anybody win. here at this table know who Abraham Lincoln is? I heard of him. I, sure. I does heard anybody him respect what the man tried to do Absolutely. with this country? Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Do you have any idea what his record was as far as winning and losing? He lost a lot of elections. And how about Michael Jordan? Anybody know about him? Yeah, didn't make his basketball team his sophomore year. How? Yeah. And how many free throws and shots did he make that he didn't make or yeah. that he took that he didn't yeah. make? Right. That's a loser. Yeah. Those are losers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't, none of us win right. all the time, do we? I want to go back to the definition. You looked up respectful, right? No, I, I looked up respect. Oh, because R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Gotcha. Didn't that last piece that uh, you yes. made you take your refill? Well, here's the, one that I, here's the one I liked on it. It says esteem for or a sense of worth or excellence of a person. Worth. Worth. I have this crazy belief that every human being has worth. I know that might sound crazy. That's a question, Doctor. A personal quality or ability, so that's the ability probably part, or something considered as a manifestation of a personal quality or ability. And they give the example, I have great respect for her judgment. I like that definition a little bit better for myself anyway. But I, I think our problem is we have become so cynical and so jaded that our assumption is when I meet someone, you're going to be somebody I shouldn't respect rather than somebody I might. It's true of some people, but boy, I'm trying to keep As a society, I think we are so cynical and so jaded. Um, and I think that's sad because I would like to live in a world where when I meet you, my assumption is you're going to be a good person and I'm going to want to get to know you and things of that nature, not, well, i got to watch out for you. Are you trying to screw me? Or what you know? What are you going to try to take? How are you going to take advantage yeah, of so me? There's so much of that going on nowadays, right? Oh, I know. And, but you see, there is this handshake. It's reality. That's why nobody answers their phone anymore. It is reality, right. yeah. And there is this hand, and that's the problem. There is this handshake, though, between what a person grants to other people and what the other person puts out there. Mm-hmm in terms of being respectable versus being respectful. And, I mean, that is just the, the key, so. Renee, go ahead. I actually wanted to say something in regards to what you were talking about, where as a society, everybody cool. is just respecting. Mm -hmm. I try to always have a positive, you know, when I go to the grocery store, I pass mm -hmm. people, I say, hi, have a yep. good day. Nine out of ten times, they look at me like I'm insane. Yeah, like you They're offended them. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, What's wrong with you? You're happy. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, but I'm gonna continue to do it because the way I figure it, even if one person that makes them happy, you know, what if they were having a bad morning? Right. Now I just said you have a wonderful day, and I was able to turn their whole day around. But if if everybody would just 
you know, be nice to, mm-hmm. I don't know, three people a day. Exactly. What a different world it would be. You're absolutely be, right. And right. It's funny you say that because we've, we've actually touched on that about how you, if you're positive and happy and helpful, you're almost weird. Mm-hmm. But I would suggest to you that maybe those nine out of the ten look at you like you're weird. But I'll bet you quite a few of those nine think about that later. They walk away and go, thinking wow. about that. You know, after they think about it a right, minute, right. it's not so weird anymore. It's like... Maybe there's a lot of those who are going, I wish I would be more like that. Right. And maybe so I should have smiled back. Right. So, so we're delving, we're delving into impact. respect mm-hmm. and, and, and versus courtesy. Oh. And Jerry. It's making an impact because we look forward to seeing you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I have people that come through my lane on purpose right. at Meyer on the weekends yeah. because I treat them that way. You know right. that they know what they're going to get when they come through right. your line. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just the general well, even my wife, well said, society. Yeah. who... My wife detests people. She does <laughs> completely, entirely. Which is hard because she's a people. She she's is. a people. She's yeah. a people. But when she we're admired, no she'll now go, oh, is the, is, is the lady that you know here? And she'll let's go through her lane. Oh, wow. And so we'll do a quick look, and if I see you, then we go through her lane. Hmm. But because you're nice, and she's she, not people, apparently. Well,. <laughs> She she knows well, that she's gonna go through your lane, and that it's not gonna. She's not gonna feel awkward. She's not gonna feel confrontational, and she's going to to feel like you know you're there and actually helping. My wife, uh, Ken. Did you meet her or just talk with her? Talk. Talk. He's talked with her. I think you're the only person that's met her. Yeah. That's matter that I can think of. She's Vera from who, Cheers, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really? She, she does not. Um, she does not. Oh, Renee met my wife yeah, because we came, came here. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. we came here once. Yeah. So you can vouch and that Pete has a wife. Yes. Well, it doesn't. That's why no one knows. She's a real person. She's not my girlfriend in Canada. She's not an online figment. Twelve bucks an hour. She is real. Yeah, she, but she truly, hmm. truly detests people. Hmm. But well, that makes me feel very good. I'm, I'm glad that she thinks that. You need to let her know that I put in my two-week notice. Oh, no. no. Okay. I wanted to say what you said. We're You're going into play, right? courtesy as opposed to respect. Mm-hmm. Well, the kind of my way of connecting that is because, well, to me, to be nice, is to go to the definition or I value you as a human being, mm-hmm. as a person. Therefore, you are worthy of... You know, man, it goes hand in hand, no problem. Right. Yeah, I'm exactly. courtesous because I do respect you. Just, exactly. just see how many times does a person say thank you for you opening the door and letting them in first? No, oh, I, every time. Every time. Well, you might say it if it's not for you every time, but you open the door. How many times does that person say thank you to you? Almost never. Right. Almost never. Or you get that, that, like, that is true. But I think that is part of the respectable and respectful go hand in hand. And I know, Jerry, you talked about earning respect. I do not think it's possible to earn respect without reflecting respectability yeah. and being respectful. Yeah. And courtesy is one of the behaviors of respectfulness. Yeah. Yes. And if you look at the behaviors and you know how you comport yourself, how you hold yourself, mm-hmm. everything from dress, and John just mentioned, we have leadership, congressional leadership, that that dress quite well. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can hold an outward appearance that is expected of the position that they hold but they are anything but respectful of others and they have absolutely lost all respect they are not 
respectable, not by me. They need to adjust their behaviors. So I think a huge amount of this has to do just with what Renee just talked about is actual behavior when we're out and about, when we're with, you don't even have to be out and about, when you're with, at home with family. I mean, any time my wife and I get up to go to another room, it's just automatic. Is there anything you need while I'm up? Sure. And mm -hmm. she'll say it, I'll say it. It's just something that automatically comes out of our mouths. Yep. And, and then you're happy to do whatever it is. Oh, yeah, would you mind getting me more ice? Or would you mind whatever? And we're happy to do that. And, and holding a door for someone, saying, have a nice day. Saying, going through the drive-thru now, I've made a habit of when they're smiling and they greet me and I hand them my little dollar for my cup of coffee at McDonald's, if that lady at the lady or guy at the drive-thru has had got a smile on his and wow, thanks for smiling. So often do I walk into a place, mm -hmm. someone really looks at me, let alone smiles. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you very much. And that's really just giving a small amount and being a small amount of respect, giving and being respectful of that person in how they're treating you in that tiny little instance. Bill, you've got something to say. Yeah, let's go back to this last election. So uh, you can say, like Hillary Clinton, she just lost a ton of respect, and part of it was she wasn't giving respect uh, and being respectful of the process and of the people. In that situation, and when She's I look back, I'm like... respectable. What's that? She's not acting respectable. And, and I'm, yeah. yeah. And it, Respectable, so, so all, worthy of important? respect. What's the value of being respected, being respectable? It, you know, for each of us, it's going to be different, right? Because we're getting back to how badly do you want to win? I don't think the two have a darn thing to do with each other. But I can always, I can <laughs> accept that being respectable will help your odds of winning in any kind of a just cause. Yeah, because Bill, you're sounding like, and I don't want to put words, you're sounding like you're at a disadvantage if you are being respectful and I don't respectable. Think that's that's what it sounds like. That's why I wanted to ask him because yeah, I, no, I, twice I, you brought I feel it up. the opposite. Okay. I mean, if you're if Good. you're being disrespectful, you're more likely to lose. I, how you know, how could you be disrespectful because you're walking into a scenario or situation, you're meeting somebody you don't know anything about. Good. Well I heard that one. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask. And um, and I think to John's point earlier and your point, we're I think we're going down a different road to get to the same point here. But we have people who are so desperate to win, right? so absolutely desperate to hang on to what they once had, because it is gone, and so desperate to win. And it can be, politically speaking at this point, it can be just an everyday life. Mm -hmm. But when you do not comport yourself in a manner that enables other people to treat you with respect that you so obviously desire and want, you're you're not gonna win. Now, at the same time, at some point, you have to meet that force with the same amount of force. Because if they are going to plow so hard and push past so hard, say you're in the workplace and you've got somebody who is absolutely not respectable, respectful, mm -hmm. and they're happy to shove that knife in your back and climb over you to get where they want to be in their career path, you've got to meet that or you're going to be in that little class where, Bill, what you said earlier, nice guys finish last. Um, you've got to identify it, confront it, and say, stop, and don't let it happen. 
And I think we're seeing so much of this because there is a point where we look at this and, and we a lot of people fall back on that uh, adage, turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. And to a point, that's acceptable. But at some point, you have to say, because you respect yourself and you carry yourself with the dignity that you assign yourself, you've got to say no. Well, I can speak to a real-world example of that, and one could argue nice guys finish last, but I don't think it's about being nice. Um, in one of my roles, recent roles, uh, a couple years ago, and I will not use names to protect the guilty, um, <laughs> I worked for a gentleman that was, I always tell people, take your worst, my worst boss ever and then him, and it was like by a hundredfold. And he was completely disrespectful and disrespectable, in my opinion. Um, and, and I had to deal with that constantly. So I there was challenged. There is no greater stress. Yeah, and there's like, oh, so how do I address that? Well, the way I addressed it was in a manner of, and I would put it this way, I was the only person who would, that would say to him, to his face, what everybody else said behind his back. But I had to do that for my own respectability because I didn't want to just leave that place and leave that garbage for everybody else behind without doing something to try to change it, even though everybody, oh, don't even bother, it's never going to work, which they were right. But when I left there, I knew I had stood on my principles and I had done everything I could, but I lost that job. But I didn't. I don't consider myself a loser because I lost that job. No, I, I consider myself a winner. A better position somewhere else. Because I got to the point where I'd rather not work here than have it be like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I. But for me, what was critically important was my attempt to impact change, even if it was at my own peril. Respect to me is about I'll stand on my principles even if I'm going to lose. Because I don't view it as losing. If I stand on my principles and I lose, I didn't lose. Exactly. What uh, may no, I ask the crowd? No, because you were true to yourself. Right. What What is the quickest way to destroy your own respectability? What is the big thing you can do? Throw away your own integrity. Bingo. Using your words, yeah. Disingenuous yeah. behavior of any kind. I'll go how low. One, how does one do that? I don't know how you could do that. If you go oh, there's low, if they go low say one thing and do another. If they yeah, bring a knife to a break, fight, we bring just, a gun. That was what a Barack Obama said. But you could said. just flip a switch. What do you mean? Can people really flip a switch like that? I mean, if some people can. Sure. Yeah. In Nazi elections, they're they're generally referred to as sociopaths. Or they saw that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you mentioned earlier somebody said, Some "I will, I'll can. run in either party, yeah. whichever one I can win." Yeah. At. Doesn't that's not principle. That, you know, you know, his his whole goal was to win. And he guess that's what? It. He won an election, but in my mind, he's a loser. Because he has I, no I, integrity or principle. Don't know who we're talking about. I'm not going to mention. The guy's well, a genuine moderate. He doesn't have a party to join up with, right? So and, and if he and if he ran on principles he believed in and he got people to buy off on it and he is keeping his word to do his best to follow the principles he laid out. If that is true, he I would is agree. Absolutely worthy of if respect. If all that was true, I would agree. Yes. And I, and I would think that as he built that respect, it was the only thing that got him elected. I could probably, I could go there. I don't know the person well enough to know whether that's what it was or what's let me let me just find the path that I can get elected because it's really has nothing to do with well, that, what I believe it has to do with me getting elected. There's two different things. but <clears throat> That was certainly the message that was received. That's how I took it when you shared the story. And to John's point earlier, this, this whole topic 
coming around and being brought up by by your daughter. Yeah, um, I, I'm really impressed, and I'm thankful that that someone her age is actually giving consideration to this and asking those questions because I don't think people are teaching this and I don't think because of the way people are acting and behaving and it's incredibly apparent and and phenomenally frustrating I don't think that anybody is teaching this and my my hope is people will listen to this and go oh here's something we haven't thought about because obviously people through their behaviors, it seems, by and large, people are not thinking about this. <laughs> In general, the, no. But the go thing, ahead. The, the, no, no. The thing that, that frustrates me about the topic is, is that people really believe that they can disconnect different parts of themselves and still be respectable and respectful. Yeah. My, my belief is this, is that a person is genuinely connected and is a holistic being designed a certain way. And... People can decry and poo-poo the idea that we don't want to get into dress code conversations because we don't, because that's boring. But the issue is <laughs> like, cars. like like cars, <laughs> not and guns, and guns, not. Uh, not. We give Don his shot next week. That's yeah. right. So the, the issue the really, but the thing of it is though, is that people say, "Well, I I demand respect." You don't demand. Good you demand you. all the. Yeah, happy-go-lucky, right? Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. That's a politician. (laughs) Right, but the issue, well, a lot of young people the same way, and maybe it's it's an issue of not the generation, but maybe it's the issue of youth, not being wise, not having experience. Feeling entitled. Feeling entitled, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, when we put ourselves out there in a respectable way, which Hannah always does, her credit when a person puts themselves out in a respectable way they are more apt and more likely to be respected because the simple fact of the matter is I will make a determination about who it is you are in less than three seconds as soon as I yep. see you and that's the reality of it, it. Reality. so we need that's to just perception no no but that no, still no, no that perception influences in, in impacts and, yeah. and we are not operating in a vocabulary vacuum mm-hmm. that I will when I walk into a room I will make a determination mm-hmm. how much it is I can respect admire work with deal with that individual within three seconds or less and people do it to me that's the that's the that's the drill. To me, wisdom, though, is about, because I'm a big person, believer in intuition, and when I first meet you, we do that. We, we're human beings. We are, we are judging human beings naturally. To me, what's wisdom is then giving the opportunity for that person to show you that that's what they are or not. Yes. And kind then, of validating and our that, first impression. Well, that's that, that the whole is idea the, of the really first the impression. Yeah. And validate or invalidate one. your first impression. Exactly right. But I think we all have it. I'm, I'm a big believer. But, Man, intuition has saved me many, many, many times. But how many times have our, has our intuition been wrong yeah, because been wrong someone too. comes up to you and, you know, they've got a tank top and pajama pants on, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, boom. Or versus someone said, well, this person is trustworthy because they have mm-hmm. a suit on. Yeah. This person is not trustworthy because they have too nice of a suit on yeah yeah right? okay i'm starting to get suit. over that way yeah, <laughs> so, yeah right. i like not, the way you're dressed you're absolutely not wrong i mean when i first had an office in wisconsin mm-hmm. i was used to suit tie mm-hmm. and, and i would walk in and i started walking in places right across the border and immediately who are you what do you want are you a lawyer you are you an attorney uh-huh. because i'm wearing a suit <laughs> 
No I, one of, and this is back, you know, this is more than a decade ago. Look, I wear a suit out here for work now. Yeah. And I get looked at. Yeah, because it's unusual now. No, it's yeah. unusual. You're now. the exception it, now. No, I don't wear a tie, but people right. still like, why are you so dressed up today? Yeah. One of the things that I. Every time I see him, I think he's going on a job interview. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that well, I probably wishes I would. One, one, one of the things that once upon a time, a couple times, I had the opportunity to, to uh, do some lecturing up at UW Whitewater. I was grateful for the opportunity. One of the things we talked about in the comm department is how does you present yourself? What, uh, Ken, I'm going to pick on you if I may. When we uh, come into the room to, uh, you know, and greet one another, what do we do? Shake hands. Thank you very much. Sometimes the Right. Hugs, you, yeah. Yeah. Thing. Well, we'll, we're not talking about that right. right now. If you would be so okay. kind. <laughs> uh, but the, but the, the, I have it on film. Well, that, well, if it makes you feel any better, so do I. <laughs> and, uh, it was so, a welcome hug. Right. That's so, what you guys watch in your own time? <laughs> anyway. Really? Anyway. So the point. The point. Being, the point. The point being, is that the, the, the yeah, back to the point, please. Back to please. the point, please. <laughs> The, uh, the point being is that a lot of the young folks that, that I was lecturing yes. or talking with, the idea they really didn't know how to shake hands. Oh, yeah. No. They didn't know how to shake hands. They didn't know how to enter a room, look someone in the eye squarely and say, you know, it's, I'm really glad to see you, and present themselves in such a way, you know, like. You know, that that just make eye contact. That, that firm shake, the, the two or three hand pump, you know, that the arms bend at approximately a little less than a 90 to an 85, and it's just bang, 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 and you're there, and there's something warm and embracing about it. They don't understand what that is, and so now they don't present themselves in our way we look at it in a respectable fashion, and therefore we look at it and say, well, I want to respect you. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but you've already got a mark against you mm -hmm. because, and they didn't understand the fact that because they're younger, you better get your hand out there first. Oh, yeah. I'm so yeah. totally How many agree. adults don't get that? Mm -hmm. I understand well, the many, point. Many. I, I, you can I tell a lot about it, but here's just from a handshake. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And it, it's a power thing. Is it a, is it a limp wrist? Is it a is it something they're trying to exert power because they're crushing your hand? Yeah. Or is it something that's firm that says, you know, I'm here and I'm engaged? Or they're just kind of grabbing hand real quick and letting go because you're yeah. really insignificant. Mm -hmm. Right. I need to go yeah, wash up now. Or the <laughs> limp fist. I the hate the limp fist. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. At the end of working with some high school kids a number of times, teaching them how to deal with their first interviews kind mm -hmm. of thing as part of an internship thing. And of the 50 or so students I interviewed, I would say I got six what I would call good handshakes. Mm -hmm. Got a couple. Of, uh, I'm stronger than you guys who found out different. And, <laughs> and the rest of them were a waste of time. And I, instead of dr sort of teaching them on how to handle questions, I spent the first half of the time I had with them teaching them eye lock and hand clasp. Mm -hmm. Eye lock first. If you got a problem touching bodies, I, I can live with that. But my God, you better be looking into my eyes when I say, good morning, my name is. Mm -hmm. And, and if, you're, if you're staring at my shoes, I don't think you're worthy of respect. I'm going to have difficulty. And, 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 or if you're you know, doing this. And how many, and how many people right. do you, and how many people <laughs> do you find when you send an email? How, how do you start your emails? I always start out, dear Ken, mm -hmm. dear Jerry, dear Norman. I have people that are adults, to Jerry's point, will say, hi there, hey, hi, or not even give any type of a greeting, just go just right into the, the message, text. Yeah. It's like, there is absolutely... All right, well, now I know what i got to change in order to get you out of this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, then. 
I mean, if it's, it's, a, it's irritating. It's a lack of your... And when a person does that, again, from my perspective, it's not being very respectful. And coming to you not respectful to not say, hey, John, right? Right. Going to my son. Sure. He is totally comfortable with yeah, you what you're doing today. Joe right. You know, with, right. With nothing, and that's strictly... A, that's editing for your audience. Yes. And you yes. should speak in their terms. I don't think yes. you need to have say dear. You can say right. hey. You yeah. can say audience hi. You can and say relationship, hello. I think. It's a joke. It depends When I am comfortable with someone, any of you, yeah, I wouldn't care. write dear Pete. That's I a don't. Right. Effect. You're, and you're people that I know that I've gotten to know now, when I'm first introducing and first uh, executing initial contact, dear, I always use dear or. Uh, Ma'am or sir, uh, ma'am, I actually have to be careful with yeah. because some people take right, offense to it. Yeah. But, yeah, but, um, but I it just hold myself out audience. as the weirdo. Can I hold myself out as the weirdo? Well, we already sure, put you there. Yeah, you don't have to. We I, hold yourself. Talk you about I appreciate it. Well, well these, these, th these things are self evident. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That all men are not created equal. Ergo, the previously mentioned uh, video but anyway the, uh, the point being is the point being is this is um is that when i send a, a letter or an email to one of my one of my kids or you know whoever i always put on their dearest so-and-so mm -hmm. dearest so-and-so mm -hmm. because i want to extend the greatest courtesy to them that i can possibly muster up because this world is full of people who will not right. and if mm -hmm. and if just by putting um and I'll even go up stuff when I'm really feeling warm toward, you know, one of them. I'll say, my dearest so-and-so. Yeah. And I'll put that out there because I have no idea what kind of day they've just had. And if that excessive level of regal nature, mm -hmm. formality, if that's the beauty that we need to strive for as people to restore some sense of mm -hmm. decency, then let's do that as opposed to Yo, dude. Yo, dude. But John, you're right. But that's your audience you need to too. Know your audience. That's also yeah. part of your audience. I yep. totally. I think I get that. How, but, uh, but how many? How many? Yeah. I will never say my dearest Pete. Right. That's right? what I mean. But yeah. I, when I do, but I, when I, I but he I would say, feel warm but, and I fuzzy will, but, but I will say, uh, dear Crown Prince of, of the, the Universe. universe. Yeah. I will do that. Well, but, I don't want to write uh, you a dear John letter. No. <laughs> I've gotten too many of those. Not I don't not need not those. Not I would still say dearest. Dearest. If you want to curry favor. If you want to curry favor. But I do, but when I do, now I believe that when I send you emails, I do put on there, dear Peter. You do. Huh. I do. Because that's, that's the way I was taught. Like, Yo, Peter. Hey, yeah. Peter. You call me Padre a lot. See, I get. Yeah, I, I think the more you communicate with someone by email, I, I get more casual. Yeah. And I, I, if I, I, have if no I've sent you that. 50 emails, I'm not saying Dear Pete anymore. The first email I probably ever sent to Pete probably said Dear Pete. But now if I emailed Pete, it would probably say Hey Pete. Yeah. Because right. it's our, now it's more of a casual conversation than a first time meeting. So that's the right. only way I would see it different. But I agree. Sure. I mean, um, any email I send on a professional basis, it's almost always Dear So and So. That's what I was thinking. A little bit off topic on there. Like when I was learning German or when I was stationed in Germany. 
you had formal language yeah. when you spoke to someone, yes. and then you dialect when you're informal. And, and if when I met my wife's parents, it, it was totally different. You know, I I had to get over to the informal stage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always you know, I was still speaking formal. They make fun of it because I didn't know dialect. You know, but that, I mean, Eighteen years later, still working on it. <laughs> you know, I think that's an interesting point, Norm, because the. the the written language used to be very formal, dear yeah, so-and-so, right. and the spoken language used to be very casual. Well, now, because of technology being so accessible and communication so easily had, mm-hmm. a person doesn't have to worry about, well, I'm writing a letter in my own hand and my right. own pen. Now, it is so, it's, it's casual right. and as quick as speaking, it is just so incredibly yeah. casual in the written because it's just like speaking. Mm-hmm. And so that... Again, maybe is that boring? It's yes. so casual we don't even spell properly. We don't, we don't spell even spell properly. Right. Oh. Because yeah. we don't write anymore. Sometimes it's not our fault that we don't spell properly. Yeah, that's <laughs> spell check. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate I it when I get the, the text vernacular. When people text a word, the, the, they use the letter R. Yeah. Or use the letter U. Or, yeah. I, I mean, I still spell just it. showing your age Lazy. There, to me, that is absolute laziness. I understand that it's texting mm-hmm. vernacular. I understand... That it's common in email, but to not spell a three-letter word. Well, they have to. They have to on. be able to say that. Nice work. So you got but, a teenager to say, "What? What are those letters mean?" Yeah. You know, and you guys are changing this stuff all the time. I don't know what it is. You know, yeah. Yeah, that, no, what does this mean? Yeah, the L O L and then L M A L M O A and then it's if you're not part of the club, you're not part of the club. Whatever it is. First rule of the club, don't talk about the club. But it's not very... Not me, said the little redhead. The sky is falling. Then be respectable. Anyway, but I don't know... But at least I'm winning. Oh, baby! The issue, but the issue. Close it now. I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've actually covered the topic or not. But when we get into the issue of the texting and the writing and things, and it's not a generational bash thing. It isn't. It's a matter of hold yourself out, be respectable, and convey yourself, present yourself in the best possible light, and 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 view people in the best possible light until the circumstances absolutely mandate that you change. And you date and index the situation. That is when you, you enter into that thing and present yourself as a respectable human being at all times and assume the other person is as well. When they present themselves to no longer be respectful and worthy of your respect because they're not a respectable human being, then you need to date and index change. And if possible, necessary, distance yourself. Because that stuff rubs off. I would submit yeah. that if we let's oh. all be more concerned, more give more priority to giving respect than getting it. Well, sure. and you'll get more if you give it. I totally believe that. Yeah. Reap what you sell. Well, and yeah. quite frankly, that's one of the things that I so enjoy, the people that come every Friday morning. While we have an absolute fun time, and we talk about some absolutely ridiculous stuff. No. And we get... Peanut butter? Yeah, we get stupid sometimes. And, and we have a lot of... Yeah, we take our shirts <laughs> off. Whatever it might we be. We do not. Yo, well, dog. He does. Not dear dog. We, Yo, dog. we <laughs> no, not. Yeah, we do not. But the fact of the matter is... Because I'm respectable. Is everybody who has walked through this door mm-hmm. and sat at this table right. are people that I greatly value, and I have the great pleasure of finding and, and giving respect to and, and looking upon them with respect. 
every single one of you, everybody who comes to Friday morning, I truly, truly appreciate and value. And that is one of the most magical things for me about this morning. And I know that sounds silly. That's what it's all about. It's quite a diverse crowd. I mean, it really is a very diverse crowd that we get in here. It needs to be more. We need, I'm losing. I'd like to have this as a topic. You only have so much time left. I get it. I'm losing my ability to deal with people who don't share my views. Because you're not confronted with it enough? Because all they do is turn their back on me after maybe pulling a trigger or two. And, you know, they're not there to converse with, to... Do you think, but do you think that's, that's as much? As, are you chasing them off, or are they scared and they run off? Uh, it's a valid question. And I'm sure I chase some of them yeah. off without even meaning to, right, without even right. being aware of it. Do they have indefensible right. positions, and I know it well, because uh, your question or, pierced through that. Yeah, I, 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 I fear that they simply have more anger than can handle the idea of talking to somebody. On well, the how do you got? present to either? You know, do you present that this is a matter of fact? Don't even try to contradict what I'm saying, or is it more of an open-ended... We never get that far. We always invite people to come sit here. Mm -hmm. I On Facebook, I throw it out every, every week, time. every time. Uh, Will, there's a lot of room around this table, mm -hmm. and, and I don't care what your view is. If you can if you can come, and, and I don't care if it's a very highly spirited conversation. That's the point of this. Mm -hmm. Impassioned, spirited, convicted... That's fine, but you must have the ability to have that conversation without screaming, without yelling, without name-calling, name -calling. without throwing an absolute fit. Oh, you being must be civil? able to be civil. Hence the title. <laughs> yeah, John, I better, uh, John, you listen to that last part? And, and on that, we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Ken, I like that. Maybe we can have that as a topic. And and Don, since you're so depressed over cars, <laughs> and flowers and flowers, um, you know, you I get have to pick been, the pre topic. You, you have week? been remiss as, yes, you can either pick a pre topic or you have been remiss in your duties as the topic master for, for many months now. Because other people do so. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, so, well. Uh, I'm a victim. So, see, I'm a victim. Nice guy finishes yeah. last time. Right. I'm yeah. a victim. Yeah. There he is. Thank you very much, guys. And, and this one deserves <laughs> a round of applause. Thank you very much. Strap them on and pull them up.